Bronze Ladle Studios. Here's in Shane in the Membrane. Hello and welcome to the In Shane in the Membrane podcast. I'm your host, Shane Thompson, and with me as always is my fancy producer, director, whatever we have isn't good enough for him, co-host Ken H. What up, sucker? I just, it just, you are one of those people. Like, you're never happy with what you have. You, you always have to go bigger, don't you? I've been searching for a new host. Wow. <laughs> Is the host going to have to be named Shane? Because otherwise you're going to have to do a new logo. That was a mistake. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so There's only get, so many of us out yeah. there. Well, you do have a friend named Shane. Uh, yes, I do. So I'm, I'm working on getting was, him. And I'm I was like, test, I do? I'm test him out. I have I'm, I know multiple Shanes. But yeah, I have one pretty good friend named Shane. You know, he was, wouldn't be nearly as good as me. Do you know? Ever you want to talk about OU sports? He'd be better than me. Ever since we had the episode where no. we talked about whose name was more popular, yes, yeah, mine. I remember incredibly it. more popular. Yeah, I know. And guess I what? That. I'm multicultural. Okay. People from Africa, Kenneth. Europe, Kenneth. America, Kenneth. It's very popular. Okay, great. All colors, all creeds, all countries. We're picking up right where we left off with meaningless Asian? information. Asian. There's a lot of Ken Asians. There are no Kens in Asia. Yes, there is. No, there's not. Yes. What about the guy that's the actor that was on uh, The Doctor who's on every show now? I have no idea who you're talking about. Ken is he's the MD and then became a comedian. He was on Parks and Rec or something. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. He's probably an he American. Was in, he was in the, uh, the, the show where they go on the honeymoon, not the honeymoon, but the bachelor party. What was that called? Oh, jumps out of the trunk naked. The Hangover. Yeah, The Hangover. Yeah, what's his name? It's Ken something. Well, that's either short for a Korean Ken something longer, or oh, my word, or he's an American. It doesn't matter. I know. Listen, Ken, you've already sidetracked me. <laughs> We're doing this new. This is our first podcast in over two months, and we've got fancy video. We did and, a test clip and. I could see me up there. I see you. I could mm-hmm. see you there, and I could see a camera there. And so we're all fancy here, and you start us out with this worthless, worthless information. Picked up right where we left right off. Right where we left off. <laughs> Didn't skip a beat. Nope. Hey, Ken. Hey, what? <laughs> uh, have you ever gone to use the bathroom in a porta potty? Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, and you, you, no, <laughs> I know you've used a porta potty, but. You sat down, you know, to do your business, okay? I'm Wait. Okay. I was about to yeah. say, if you tell me right now you that you've never sat down, I know you have. You sat down and you, you just, you get your, you know, you get in, in the, the position, position, okay? You're about to do your business. And you, and you look over, and there about 10 to 12 inches away from you is a big old fat hairy spider. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, I think so. Okay, what'd you do in that situation? Probably killed it. I'm talking about big, I'd fat, kill hairy. It. I'd kill it. Like wolf or tarantula. I would kill it. 
With your hands? No, foot. While you're on the toilet? How are you going to kill it with your foot when you're in a porta potty sitting with your bare butt I'm, on the... How? Where's the spider at? Was it on the ground? Is it on the wall? I, I'm saying it's like it's next to you, like next oh, to the seat. I'm getting off the toilet, whether stuff's are hanging you gonna out get or out? not. Are you going to no, get out? No. Or you're not going to get out? No. Okay. This is gonna, people on the outside is going to hear some banging. But I'm going to stand up like, see, we can show people this. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so. Show, show America or the world what would you would do. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. So as you, you, as you, hang on. As you know, mm -hmm. I'm building a house. Yes. It's in the country. Not really. It's Not like the city, really. but it's more the country than, than your neighborhood and mine. Correct. Yeah. It's bigger lots. You know, it's kind of wooded. And I got a porta potty. It's been there forever because it's, this has gone on forever. How much does that porta potty cost you? Could you have bought one? Oh, many times over. But the problem is I couldn't have serviced it. Like I would just left it. I guess so. I should have just bought one. Yeah. It's one hundred and forty-five dollars a month. What you, what you should have done was cut a hole in the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've paid. I've probably paid two grand for that toilet, and that porta potty, and I'm sure I could have bought one for like yes. six hundred bucks or something. That was stupid on my part, but I didn't know any better. I didn't know how long. Anyway, can, stop interrupting my story here. So the other day, I go in there. It it hits me, you know, and when you got to go, you got to go. You know what I'm saying? So I go in there, and it's hot, and I, you know, pull my stuff down, and, and I, I go in there to make a couple of deposits, if you know what I'm saying. And I, I'm sitting there, and it's hot, and I look over, and what do you think I see? A big, hairy spider. Absolutely nothing. But. I thought, what if there was a spider there? Yes. The thought hit me. So I just so really wanted weak. to know. I wanted to know what you would do. Because if there was, I'm telling you right now. I'm serious. Yes. If it was like a tarantula and it was right there, I would just be out of the toilet. I don't care. I just don't care. I'd be out of the toilet. I'd Are pick, you scared of I'd pick, spiders? They, they, when they surprise me, when they're yeah. that close to me, and I don't know they're there, I'm, I'm shocked. And then, then I get... Then I'm fascinated mm -hmm. with them, and I'm okay with them, but they do scare me when they surprise me. And I would have flipped out, and I would have. I'm not I, scared of spiders, but I'm scared of the, I hate the webs. Like, if you walk through the web, and you're going outside at night or something, and they built a web on one of your walkways. I don't mind that. No, that freaks me out. All right, I don't mind that. But if I, I think, see the spider, I'm fine. I think I told you, so when we were living, Brent and I were living in an apartment over there on council, not far from where I live now. Mm-hmm. There, our apartment, the the little porch light was out. Right. So it was dark by the at the door. And the doorknob, it was just like a big round doorknob, and it had a jam next to it. And one night, I go in, and it was, it was nighttime, and I go in to open the door, and I'm about to grab, and I kind of notice something's up. There's a big old wolf spider. People don't know. The wolf is like a... It's like a smaller tarantula, mm -hmm. like a thinner tarantula, but they can grow as big as tarantulas they get pretty big and they're hairy right. uh if you didn't know any better you'd think it's a tarantula but it's it's a wolf and it a big old one had nested like it had, it curled up in between the knob and the door jam it was like jammed in there like like small mm -hmm. I, i'm telling you about how to seizure i was so scared i was like oh my gosh that's a spider and it's a big old spider and i almost touched it what did you do from that point <sighs> I, I kind of like I think I used my foot and kind of kicked the doorknob. I take my left. shoe off. 
I don't want to kill it. I don't want to kill it. I don't. I have respect for spy. I have respect for all I animals. I mean, if they're not bothering me, and, but if they're in my space, I understand that. I'm but I, I should shoot him away. You know, I shoot him away. Yeah. It was no big deal. He wasn't. It's like yeah. he didn't know that that's where I, I live. I don't think they're poisonous. They're not. They're well, not. Yeah. So I'm not stopping to check a spider if it's. Poisonous I'm just or saying, not, and I'm not checking when you're like snakes in either. a porta potty. You're in a very enclosed area mm-hmm. in a very vulnerable situation. You've got more room than you think, though. No, can you don't? Mine is small, and sometimes I'll see like a wasp in there. Now lately, it's Ooh. been been was it 115 the, degrees that the day? The patience that it takes yeah. to just calm yourself down and finish your business. You know why you can see that wasp? It it is a true test. Focus. It's a true test. I'm just telling you. Was it, it 115 it, degrees? That it was day. very hot. Yeah, 105 now, or whatever. That you yeah. were probably hallucinating. Could have been, could have been. Well, I'm, once again, it's too hot. No spider to there. I just, I just imagined there was a spider there, and then I thought, what would I do? Yeah, I would freak out. I would absolutely mm-hmm. freak out. So from now on, every time when I gotta make a deposit, if you know what I'm saying, okay. When you get in there, when I get in there, I gotta do a little once over, just to make sure there's no big spiders or wasps or scorpions. I got scorpions now at my place. Really? Yeah, I saw a live one first I time in my life the other day. Oh, first time. I've seen them before, but I hadn't seen one in a long time. In the wild, that's the first time I've ever seen one. I'm 50 years old. I've never seen one in the wild until the other day. Yeah. And it was, it was little. Yeah, they're, little they're small around here. Most of them are, yeah. Yep. But anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. I just wanted to know what you would do. I don't believe you for a second. I think you, like me, would panic no. and you would run out of the porta potty. I don't panic for spiders. I panic for the web being on me. What about snakes? Would you panic if it was a snake? I don't like... I, I dislike snakes more than spiders and I'm not messing with snakes. I, if I had a tool and it was away from me, I may try to kill it, but I'm not, I'm not grabbing the, the you know, people that grab the tail and hold yeah, it. I ain't yeah. doing that. I I'm fascinated by both, but they, mm-hmm. when they surprise me, they both scare me, but then I'm, I'm just fascinated and I can't leave them alone because I'm just, I just want what's to look that, at them. What's that saying? The yellow, black friendly Jack. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or, Red and yellow, kill a fellow, uh, kill a fellow. Yeah. Uh, red and black, friend to Jack. Yeah. And that is, that's pretty, that's a coral snake is, yeah. is red and yellow. And then, and I've seen him in the, in the other type of snake that looks like a coral snake. And it's whole point is, which is fascinating. It's point is to do its coloring yeah. similar enough to make people think, Oh, it's coral. That's a bad boy. It make, you know, Where all are the they other at? animals. I've never seen one in Florida, the wild. Florida, Florida. Yeah. Everything's in Florida. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Retired people. Gangsters. Walt Disney World. Gangsters. Beaches. Boa constrictors. Everglades. Alligators. Wheelchairs. Florida Keys. Manatees. Miami. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tallahassee. Dwayne Wade. That's enough. I don't know that he's still in Florida. He may not Shaq be Shaq lives in, I think, Orlando. Shaq has like five, yeah. 15 houses. He's I think all that's over the place. one of his wives with like three all kids. Right. And, hey. Okay. Can we move on? Sure. We got this new fancy tool, and I can see it's eleven minutes. Okay. Yeah, and I think what? Hey, we are somewhat for, for this new time, revamp. All right, whatever. What are we time wise? Are we shooting for a new goal? We haven't even talked about that. I think just let it go. What we've been doing? Hour. You're happy yeah. with what we've been doing? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's the same podcast. You're the it's director. Like they direct. Can, they can see you now. <laughs> i gotta i gotta sit up straight i know dude i've got like terrible posture right here there we go i look for, i mean i think the camera adds 20 pounds i don't like 
I didn't. I didn't shave. I got to shave, man. I don't like this. Who do you look like? I have no idea. What What are you going for, Winston Churchill? Um. (laughs) First of all, I'm not 90 years old, so I don't remember Winston Churchill like you know in my mind. Uh, could have been um Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, they're very similar. Same person? What did you say? Hitchcock? I said Hitchcock. Okay. Alfred Hitchcock. You gotta you gotta make sure you say the cock. Either it's Hitchcock. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> hey, maybe they're the same person. Winston Churchill and Alfred Hitchcock. Interesting. Cock. <laughs> you just like to hear me say cock. Hancock. Cock. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough cock talk. My niece used to call me Kenneth Hamhock. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. She really did. Thanks for telling us that. What's this oh, episode about? Oh, you can about? see me too, right? <laughs> yeah. What's this episode about? I think we, we I really didn't discuss you tell it me. that much. No, we really didn't. You talk. Okay. So first of all, we've been off for a couple months. Yeah. The summer. Where did you go? I think that's what this I episode I went to a lot about. of places. You went to Africa. Piedmont. <laughs> you you went did. on a two and a half week to Trip I did to Africa. So so you were going to kind of give us the rundown. You said is that what you want? Is that what you want to hear? Yeah. Listeners? I mean, this is kind of this is getting our feet. Wet. I don't know. This is the truth, though. We're okay. going to be able to have a lot more guests from anywhere now. No, no, we are. I'm excited. About. We are. That was the whole really. You blame it on me having, you know, not happy with everything. But really, there was a point to it. I know. So we no, can listen. So we there are a lot people. of people I yes. want to have on the show yes. to make fun of. It's a yes. long list of people I'd love yes. to make fun of because there's I have a lot of friends with a lot mm-hmm. of things I can make fun of. And that's the whole point of this. So, I, no, I'm happy. No, yeah. I'm happy about it. It's all good. Yes. All right. I went to Africa. So. Do you want me to talk about my trip or not? This is the worst episode ever. <laughs> Shout out, Jeff. <laughs> I went to Africa. I'll talk a little bit about it if that's what you want. Is that what you want, Ken? I want to give you what you want. Is that what you want? We, I, I can sit here all day. I broke down. I broke down. You won, Ken. You always have to win. I'm not trying to. Everything. Don't you? (laughs) Fine. I don't give a crap if you want me to talk about it or not. I'm going to talk about it. Why'd you go to Africa? (sighs) Low cost of living. Good weather. These are great reasons to go. (laughs) It is true. I went to Zambia. When I say I go to Africa or I went to Africa, people think of like, what do you think of? Like what, what type of, uh, well, I know what's going I, I on, know. but if I didn't, I yeah. would think safari. That's the you first thing. You would think safari. A lot of people think of. like Sahara. Like they think more like desert, like Northern Africa. Well, I'm, safari is also a good one. Like the jungles, like you're I hacking through guy, the jungles. Believe it or not, two days ago from South Africa. And I know a lot of athletes 
golfers yeah. and stuff have come yeah. from South Africa, and I don't think of that as the desert. Or no, anything. it's so. South Africa is the furthest yeah. south, and it's it's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. it's very nice. It gets cold there, but not like freezing. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. I don't think it freezes anywhere in Africa, for that matter. Probably not. Maybe maybe on top of the mountains or something. I don't know. I don't. Doesn't matter. Zambia. It's kind of more in the southern part of the continent. How close are you to the equator there? Closer than we are here, but it, it doesn't matter that much. Now I feel it. It feels like it's beating on me a little more. That wouldn't be good for me. No, it wouldn't be good for you. Would, you wouldn't do well there. I would melt. You're you're white whitish very white very people red, probably yeah, in the you, hospital you don't really match the people there um so i went for it was a mission trip i guess it, no i've been this is my fourth time okay uh the other three times i went uh for work and witness trip we went and, and we helped build a church one year the other two we helped build this like uh, conference Nazarene Conference Center, mm-hmm. and and it was great, and I love traveling with the people and meeting new people, and and everything is wonderful. This time we were going to do that, but then we didn't have enough people, so it was a small team. There's only six of us, and it was more of a PR trip than okay, anything. Yeah. We we actually caught the dedication ceremony for the the conference center that we we've been working on, mm-hmm. and 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 to that when you when you travel eight thousand kilometers clicks it's all about the metric system over there for the record they don't know about feet and miles because that's our own stupid stuff so i have to convert everything in my head uh it's a big deal it's a big deal to people when you're like hey these people traveled a very long way just to be with us and so i kind of discounted it at first thinking it's not that important or it won't be that meaningful to them but but i think a lot of them really were impressed and it did speak volumes to them of 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 just how important they are to us in the larger church just by us being there. And, and so that's, and we, we probably went to, Oh my goodness, like four or five different ceremonies or events. Mm-hmm. So that was the PR part of it. Um, we had all seen, we'd all gone on safaris and done the sightseeing stuff. So we didn't, we didn't really do any of that, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Cause I'm like, eh, I seen elephants and giraffes seen the waterfall even lions seen the waterfall several times we were in livingstone which is uh right there where is uh victoria falls Mm -hmm. which is way bigger than niagara falls it's it's amazing we were literally right there like a couple miles from we're like ah do you want to go like nah (laughs) we were all like nah we've been there um so we didn't go we did take a little um sunset cruise down the zambezi river right there nice but that was more of just like a sunset cruise with some you know food and drink which was pretty great so anyway like a big pontoon boat um only four of us made that trip because the other members were sick unfortunately had to stay back yes yes exactly so uh but then we we spent a day in london I figured it's time I got to visit the motherland because once again, as we've talked about, uh, when I did the ancestry.com, it was like 98% from England, uh, maybe a couple percent from Scotland or something. And this was like very disappointing, but I'm like, clearly I'm English. That's fine. So I'm like, I got to go visit the motherland. So we flew back through London and we spent a day in London. Um, but tell you this a little quick story too so uh when we flew out of lusaka which is the the capital of africa 
of Afri- of Zambia. And it Lusaka is enormous. It's very it's multi millions. I don't know how many. There's millions of people there. There's people walking everywhere. Everybody walks in Africa. They're like walking everywhere. Uh, it's kind of funny because a few of them came to General Assembly this past year, you yeah. know, in Indianapolis, whatever, and they were like, "Where are all the people?" <laughs> And they're like, oh, all the people are actually inside. They don't they don't walk yeah. around. They're inside and then they get in their cars and they're in their car until they get to another building. And then they <laughs> they get out of their car and they just get in the building. They don't walk anywhere. They were just so surprised because it's true. There are just people walking everywhere. But anyway, we we flew out of Lusaka. It was a seven hour flight to Doha in Qatar. Mm-hmm. OK, I've never been there. OK, it is in the Middle East. Look it up. Okay, Qatar, Doha is the country, and it's right on the the Arabian Sea or whatever the heck it is right there. You know, it's you know it's over there in the Middle East. Arabian Sea, Arabian Sea, <laughs> whatever. I don't know fancy geography and whatnot. So we we fly over there, and we'd flown there the first time. It is it is an enormous airport. Mm-hmm. It it was the fanciest biggest airport i've ever been in in my life yes and so i honestly thought at the time i'm like this has got to be one of the largest and most lavish airports in the world i i just thought to myself i haven't been in a ton of airports but Mm -hmm. i've been in a few and i looked it up it was number two on the world's top list (laughs) of largest Uh, of of like largest slash most lavish like nicest largest number one tokyo Really? Tokyo. Never been there, but yeah, Tokyo was number one. My, I don't want to hijack your story. My okay. wife's uncle don't. worked in Doha. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. For an uh, oil company. It, it, is, it is clear mm-hmm. that what they're doing is they're trying to use their money, oil money, you know, it's all oh, oil yeah. money from the area, to, to impress the rest of the world. It's like way over the top. Like it's all these Rodeo Drive type shops, right? Like Tiffany and Gucci mm-hmm. and all those stupid stores. Oh, of course. Every yeah. you name one, it was there. Okay, mm-hmm. and Old Navy. That a rainforest in the middle? No. <laughs> <laughs> the Gap. That's where no. I shop. No. Old Navy, baby. No. <laughs> no gaps. No WalMarts. None of that. It they had a rainforest in the middle of this thing. Okay, it's like enormous. And here's what's crazy about it. So it's enormous. It's lavish. It's it's incredible. It's very, very, very impressive. There's there's no question about it. And they got like a million people working there. I'm I'm not kidding. It seemed like it seemed like everyone in the country was working there. They have just thousands of employees that work there. But let me tell you something about kind of the culture in that. They're there to help. But they don't. They don't. We're we're spoiled in America, mm-hmm. okay? Because people are taught in the service industry for the most part, you know, smile, you know, and say, "Oh, you're welcome," or "My pleasure," or whatever. Oh, let me help you over here. It, it's none of that. It's almost like you're dealing with robots, and it's kind of like, "What do you want?" Okay, I'll help you next. It, it's just it's kind of weird because it's like they will help you, but kind of begrudgingly. It's like everyone begrudgingly helps you. Uh, it's just, and I'm like. And I guess that's just the way they are. I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. It's just literally, it's to us different it's cultures. Not personable. It's not personable. Yeah, absolutely. Because we are we are personable. And and furthermore, there's so many nationalities that are flying through that airport. I mean, 
I, you can hear them. There's just a million different languages and you can see the people, way people dress and all this. And it's also, it's like people don't acknowledge, it's not that they're rude. They just don't acknowledge the existence of other people. Now, other than not walking into you when you're walking, it's, it's just like, if you're standing in a line and you got a tiny gap, boom, someone's in front of you. You know, it's just like, it's like, oh, I, I, I hit this one. So we flew seven hours and I was trying to ask this, this, uh, employee, airport employee about, we were trying to get an earlier flight and I'm standing like two feet from him. And this woman just kind of cuts right in front of me. And I, and I, I lost it because I, I'd, I'd been up for like, I think at that point I was about in my 25th hour straight up. Mm. And I was like, I'm standing right here. I said, I'm waiting to talk to him. I've been waiting to talk. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I, I didn't, you know, and then she backs up like two feet and then she just likes acts like that. We didn't have that conversation and she butts right back in. It's amazing. It's like, it's like, okay, I don't. And then literally everybody else is trying to cut in front of me. I, I, I had to just box everybody out, like get, put my arms aside and like box everybody out. Cause it's like, it's so different from America. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't like it. I'll say that. I, I just, I don't like it. Um, anyway, all right, I'm going to continue on with the story. So we had a 13-hour layover. You ever had a 13-hour layover? But it's in the greatest airport in the world. It is. Now, number one, they have a fancy hotel in it, but each room was like $350 a night. You're not staying there. They have they have these sleeping pods. Yeah. And they literally are like cubicles. Think of a cu- yeah. like a tall wall cubicle right. with a sliding door. And it's just big enough for like a twin bed. Yeah. But then it's got a little TV in there and USB ports and all that. It was $61 for the first two hours. And then it's $15 per hour after that. Did you get one? I was going to. I was because I was just I was beat, man. I can't sleep on plane. I can't sleep sitting upright. And so but but Chris, Chris Y was with us and he's he's a platinum member for American Airlines or something. And he could get into, they have these premium lounges, right. okay, where there's free food, nice, free drinks, even free alcohol, all that stuff. It's all free, which is, okay. which is, blows my mind. And they have these little lounge chairs up there, but they're not comfortable enough to sleep in. And, and the lights and are on. He could get, there were four of us traveling and he could get one of us in free, but then we had to pay. And, and it was, it was like a uh, hundred bucks a pop. For each of each of the guests, so it was two hundred total. We just spent it was like fifty bucks a piece, basically for the four of us. Chris was so nice; he even paid, even though he's getting in, you know, himself and a right. guest for free. So we did we did do that, and that helped somewhat. But I just I just could not sleep. So once you get in there, can you leave and come back? The airport? No the the you can the lounge. Yes, yeah, yeah. They. They they know you by face. There's like there's a desk, yeah. li- like almost like a hotel check-in desk. Okay, and 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 I would tell them, hey, I'll, I'll be back in a little bit. No, okay, okay, but but even then, on your boarding pass, they like stamp it. Okay, and, but you can only have it for a certain amount of time. So we were actually supposed to get out of there at like eight a.m. that next morning, and our flight didn't leave until like twelve thirty p.m. But they didn't they didn't run us out, but they could have anyway. But I didn't sleep thirteen, so we flew seven. And the flight was already like at 5 p.m. in the evening, maybe 4, 4 p.m. in the evening. So we're already all up all day, 4 p.m., seven hours into Doha, 13-hour layover. And then it's a seven-hour flight from Doha to London. And I was like, all right, cool. And then seven more hours, no big deal. You know, we're supposed to get in about 6 o'clock, 6 p.m. 
go to our, our, you know, half an hour Uber to our hotel, you know, go to sleep and hit it the next day. We get two hours into the flight, two hours, two hours, come over the intercom, the pilot. Uh, we're gonna have to make an emergency landing. Oh no! Because we have a a, a, a medical emergency with one of the passengers, and so we're gonna have to make an emergency landing. And we're all like, "Where are we?" <laughs> I had no idea where we were. Okay, and and we're in the Middle East. Remember, we took off from Doha, and, and I'm like, "I don't. Is it even safe? I don't even know." Um, so we land. And it's this very small-looking strip. There looks like there's no airport. I'm like, you're sure it can handle this big plane? I don't know, but you know, I figured somebody's done the math. We don't even pull up to a terminal or anything. They pull just off the tarmac somewhere, and there's a bunch of emergency vehicle. And I'm like, where are we? Armenia. Okay. We're in Armenia. <laughs> Armenia. I'm like, okay. Turns out it was a first-class passenger. And, and I don't know what the deal was, but they were still alive. I thought that someone, they, they wheeled on this really old lady. And I mean, she looked like she was like 110 old. It wasn't her. I thought she had died. You yeah. know, we were both like, I think that lady died. And this, that's what's, and I'm like, if she's dead, why do we need to make an emergency landing? She'll start to stink she'll, in she'll six get hours. To, no, like get, <laughs> well, it's only five more hours. Get to London and get her off. It's no big deal. So, so we land, they get them off pretty quick. And I'm thinking, no big deal. Let's back this mother up. Let's take off. We're good to go. You know, no, no problem. And they're like, oh, it's going to be a little bit. And, and they really kind of kept us in the dark. And I'm like, this feels like false imprisonment. And they said, oh, we're waiting on an engineer to come and sign off. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, you landed here. It's like a touch and go, bro. You landed. Uh, you could take off. Let's go. I could see that. You've, you've got a certain protocol and you got to. So they literally had to fly in an engineer yeah, to then sign off or do whatever the, the engineer needed to do, the different checks to then sign off to say it's safe for the plane to take off. Five hours we sat there. Oh, kid. no. Five hours. Five hours. Oh, so remember, no. remember now, let's, let's put this all together. It was 4 o'clock, 4 p.m. flight, seven hours, another 13 hours, two hours flying sit on the tarmac for five hours. Now we got at least another five hours to get to London. We got to London. It was about midnight. Mm. And of course it takes forever to get your bags. It took like an hour to get our bags, to get down there, to get. So we didn't get to the, it was, it was after 1 AM. I set my all time record of number of hours up straight without any, and I'm talking not one minute worth of sleep, Ken. I set my all time record. What do you think it was? 34 hours. 40. I was like, at this point, I'm hitting 40. I'm going for it. All 40, baby. 40 straight hours. That's, I've never been up more than that. But you, I mean, you get sick at some point in time. Nauseous, I, headaches. I was, you go through a lot of different stages. Yeah. And, and in the end, it was, it was, it was delirium. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was like everything Mike said, or I said, and then <laughs> this is great. So we get to this, this hotel, and it is a hotel, but it's like London, everything's packed in tight. It's not like yeah. here where you pull up and there's an isolated building. No, it's like a, it's like a hotel within a strip of other buildings, like right. a strip mall and then the hotel kind of inset into right. it. And, and, it's, and the rooms are pretty small. And Mike, I didn't book the room, but I was staying with Mike D. 
and he booked a double room. Okay. To them, double room means one double bed. Oh gosh. Not not two beds. And and so we get it's after it's like 1:15 a.m. We go up to the room. It's tiny. It reminded me of a cruise ship room. Okay. It was that small. And and the bathroom was that small too. I was like, this is like a cruise ship room. And and he's like, there's only one bed. And I'm like, bro, I don't care. I don't. He's like, I care. So he went down and he talked to him and they're like, well, double means, you know, one double bed. And they're like, we're all booked up tonight. <laughs> so he comes back up and I said, Mike, listen to me. The minute I allow myself to lie on this bed, 30 seconds later, I'm going to be asleep. I'm guaranteeing you. And I don't think I'm going to move or do anything. And I don't care about you or anything else on the other side of this bed. I don't care. I'm going to be asleep. And he's like, okay. And, and I did. I had, and, then, and then they wanted to get up. He and Chris wanted to get up at 8 a.m. Like be ready to sightsee at 8 a.m. Because we only had one day. Okay? So you want to beat up at 8. I'm like, dude, I just set my record at 40 straight hours up. And, and here we are, we're getting, it's close to 2 a.m. And, and, and you're wanting to be up and out of the hotel by 8 a.m., which is less than six hours from now. I was just like, I, I don't know. I've never been to London before and I desperately want to sightsee, but I'm like, I, I don't know. So I did, man, I'm going to tell you, it, I, I literally was like, like, I don't remember anything until I woke up, you know, and Mike's waking me up. And now he said that I kicked him several times. Sorry, Mike. I apologize, I apologize to Mike for that. But, uh, <laughs> so first thing Mike does is go down to receptionist and he gets us a, a bigger room with two beds, you know, for the, cause we were staying one more night. Um, okay. and I, I got up and I got down there, but it was eight 30. Chris was a little ticked cause it was 30 minutes later. Did he sleep during those 40 hours? Not much either. Uh, yeah. None of us really slept much at all. It, it, we all kind of admitted that. There were there were times when we would others would snooze here and there, but none of us really. So there there were four of us, and it, it was just it's just brutal. It was a brutal 40, 40 hour trip, and it it just was like I can't do this again. I cannot do this again. So fortunately, then and then we went and we did everything in London. You know, we big the the London Eye. It's the big Ferris wheel thing. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Uh, we went and saw Big Ben, which Big Ben, by the way, it's not the clock. It's the bell within the clock. Everybody loves to correct you on that. Mm -hmm. you, you can't actually see Big Ben. It's, it's inside. It's the bell. That, bop, 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 bop. You didn't go up in there and see it? I don't think you could go inside and see it. I'm sure somebody does. I don't think they take you on tours. Okay. But no, we, we walked by it. And then we saw Parliament. Buckingham Palace. We saw Buckingham Palace. And there were like a million people there. And I'm like, this is stupid. Changing to the guard. I got no interest in that whatsoever. Now, it was... Out, out in Buckingham Palace, they have a big like like statue thing, and it's uh -huh. round, and there's a big round thing. And I don't even know it's the ending of uh, Ready Player One. Do you know the movie Ready Player One? Yeah, but I don't, I don't remember anything about the know. movie. When they in the first challenge, it's a, it's a car race, and in the end, they finish like in a park, and it looked like Central Park to me. But this this statue yeah. is that statue in front of Buckingham Palace. It's not a statue in in Central Park. I think That's a what I always European thought. vacation. Let they go around a little. Yeah, no, I know. Look, it's big is ben. that the same one? Listen, there's no, there's no that big a circle that close to Big Ben for the record. Okay, I was pretty disappointed in that. But I was like, oh, that's cool because I've seen that on a London movie. London Bridge. Yeah, and oddly enough, the London Bridge isn't the one you're thinking of because it's the one I was thinking of. The famous bridge is Tower Bridge. 
Okay. Tower Bridge is the one with the towers. Yeah. That that's like yeah. a drawbridge. Um, that's not London Bridge. It's there is London Bridge. It's it's not the original. The original London Bridge is actually in the United States. It's fallen down. It has fallen down, and then someone like shipped it to the United States, and I forgot where it is. But but they've rebuilt like we're it. We're holding it for ransom. No, I don't know. I give don't it, know. Give it Look back. It up. To, we've buried that. Give it back to you. They have a new one. It's fine. Shut up. Okay. It's fine. And then because right next to the Tower Bridge is the Tower of London. Okay. Do you know what the Tower of London is? I'm gonna I'm setting all the viewers oh, straight. Oh man, here. I I don't think I do. It's not a tower. It's not a tower. It's it's basically. Can you give me a hint. I don't know, there's a moat. Go ahead. It's like a castle. It's like an old fort, really, okay. is a better description than a, than a castle. But think of a castle. The moat is is dry, but there okay. is you could see it. You know, you can actually go down and walk around the moat and all that. It it was my favorite part of the trip. It was pretty fantastic. It was built like in 1200, yeah. the 12th century or whatever, and. There was just a ton of history. Now, there's one part where you walk through and you get to see the crown jewels. I could not, could not have cared less about that. There's a big, long line of people walking through the crown jewels. I'm like, this does not interest me in any way, shape, I've or got, form. I went through that as about as fast as I could, and I'm I've like, got we're out own. of here. And time. Ah, 40 minutes in before we hit some, some low-class sexual humor. Why is that? Congrats. Sexual humor. Shut up. Anywho, first in here, too, of the new format. So, the Tower of London, I recommend that. I recommend okay. that. Now, fish and chips? I did have fish and chips. Was it good? They serve it everywhere. In newspaper? It, like rolled up in newspaper? No, no. I just We just went to this, this they pub. Do, they not do, a bar. We had this pub Oh, nearby. so you didn't have it because they'd make no. like a cone with yeah, the paper. No, no. Did you see people walking around with them? No. No. Did you do malt vinegar on it? No. Ketchup? It was kind of an after... No, nothing. Tartar sauce, actually. It was an afterthought. There was a pub. There's a couple pubs right near our hotel. Mm -hmm. And we were... It was late in the evening. They and like we shepherd had to leave. pie, too, don't they? I didn't see menu. that. It probably it's is, disgusting. Ken. I don't know. I don't know. I'll say this much. London, it's it's huge. It's like 10 million plus people. It's packed. Their mass transit is, I mean, elite in the world. Between the subways, the elevated trains, the buses, you name it, man. They they have got it down. And and everything's tap to pay. So if you have a card, you better have a tap to pay card because they're way ahead of us on that crap. It's just tap to pay. Every, subway, tap to pay. Go through the turnstiles. Bus, tap to pay. Get on the bus. Of course, we rode the double-decker bus because almost all their buses are double-decker. Right. And you can just you just walk up and you can sit in the, the upper level. Um, and they got the sightseeing buses everywhere. We didn't we didn't do those. Uh, but we did like a, a river I thought you were going to stay a little bit longer. So you just were there for one full day. We hit why, it. Why didn't you stay like another day, like two or three? Because everybody wanted to get back home, and, and I, I'm the one that came up with this idea, and they all just kind of go, they went along with it just to appease me. Would you have gone by yourself? Maybe. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have wanted to do it by myself, but. Okay. I, maybe. I don't, I'm, I'm really glad, because I love to, to see new stuff, and London mm -hmm. was all new to me. I mean, I'd seen it on TV. So sure. much of it I'd seen on TVs or movies. And, and so I'm really glad that I did it. Um, but at the same time, it reminded me a lot of New York City. Mm -hmm. 
And and there are people that lo- I, I talked to this one guy who lives in London. He's like, I wouldn't live anywhere else. Like, like there are a lot of people that live in London or or or, or New York City and or, or from there or whatever, and they like love, 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 love. Like that they, they right. like that guy. They'll never live in you. It's the, the best city in the world or whatever. But there are so many of the rest of us are kind of like, that's not my thing, you know? Crowds, traffic all the time. It's just a, it's a different lifestyle, especially us, it. you know, Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah. It's, that's a, I mean, we have space and yes. cars. Yes. And, and I mean, and you, they don't. Watch, watch it, Seinfeld. You don't. You're right. You, the, you don't go, you don't go to HEB or Walmart and that's get a right. grocery cart full that's of right. stuff. It's no. like you hit the, the little shop you you're right you kind of walk everywhere and smaller that's right more packed so everywhere you go there are small shops like everywhere and you kind of stick to your little corner of the world for the most part i think people in london and new york city same thing like there's everything you need in your little corner right around the liquor store of course of course yeah Yeah. gotta hit those little shop to get some bread bakery Uh, goods coffee so then we flew from from London to to uh, we flew to Chicago, and I think that was another seven hour flight. Maybe it was eight. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, and then we had a three hour layover, and then I think it was only two hours from Chicago to Oklahoma to it's Dallas. We flying, flew to Dallas. Man. Then we drove from Dallas to Oklahoma City. Who drove their car? Long time. Me. This oh. guy right here, because I volunteered. Because it was it was all kind of my idea. Okay. So but anyway. All y'all's luggage fit in your car and yeah. all four guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't you worry about that, buddy. So why did the other two members stay? They uh John and Debbie didn't they didn't have any interest in seeing London and they, okay. they, they needed to get back to their lives. I mean, okay. I, I get that. Um but I just thought, you know, London's kind of on the way. It's a, it's not that far out of the way when you're yeah. flying back. And so they they we threw we flew through Paris one year, and we had like a ten hour layover, but it wasn't long enough to go anywhere. So we just slept in the Paris Charles mm-hmm. de Gaulle Airport. I was like, I've been to Paris, I've been to the airport in Paris, and that doesn't really count. Um, but the group had done that before too, where they they it just worked out where they had flown through London, and they had like a ten hour layover, and they did actually get out. Mm-hmm. in the city and, and saw a few you know it took about five or six hours to go sightsee sure. that type of thing but i was really jealous of that and i'm like hey let's just do it this time and it it added a little bit to the price of the ticket but not much it was because really? it's really just right on the way okay. it really is um so anyway it was it was pretty great but i'll tell you i'm gonna tell you something i went on a lot of these long flights and these mm-hmm. are big planes okay the big boys and the class system is very apparent on these flights, okay? Like, first class is very separate. A lot of the planes, you don't even walk through the first class section. Gated community. <laughs> it absolutely is. And then they come and they shut their little curtains and all that, and you're not supposed to go up there, whatever. Holy cow, though, because they have these, like, pods again where you can almost lay down. Some of them you can lay down flat, and they got bigger TVs. And all, that's a lot more money, okay? But that's the way to do it. I'm going to tell you what. But it is, it's kind of sad to me, though, that it is so segregated. And they have their own bathrooms, and we're not supposed to use their bathroom. And they have their different meals and all that crud. And it, and I don't know. It just feels, I, I, I feel like very much a second-class citizen 
on those flights because I'm a, I could see first class. I know first class is up there. And sometimes I go up there and I just walk around a little bit until they kick me out, you know, because because for the most part, they don't really care if you walk around the plane, you know, and you can walk around the plane or in between the little galleys, you know, that the mm -hmm. the attendants use and all that. They don't really care, you know, if you're walking around and you're walking in there. But then and you're walking around first class. They don't like that. They're like, no, no, you need to get back, buddy. You know, that type of thing. So how long's the flight uh, to Hawaii? How long was it? Yeah. I want to say about eight hours. Really? So it was long. Well, we flew to um, Los Angeles. Yeah. And then from Los Angeles to it's eight hours from Los Angeles. It's about right. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. No, it's look at look at a map sometime, man. It's a long way. Yeah. Hawaii is basically in between. Uh, so from Japan to California, right. Hawaii is the midpoint. I think it's literally eight hours from a flight from Japan to Hawaii. So, and same for the U.S. So it's a shorter flight to London, essentially. Yeah, I think it is. Yes, I, I do. I, <laughs> don't quote me, but I think that's right. It, it, mm -hmm. I don't think it was longer than, than seven hours to, from London to Chicago, which is a little further you know, than, say, New York. Mm -hmm. We flew through New York the first time. We do New York to Doha uh, the first time. That was, a, that was a long flight. 16 hours. The longest flight I've ever been on, and it was our first time to Africa. And it was Washington, D.C. to uh, Joburg, Johannesburg, South Africa. 16 hours. That's too long. Wow. It's too long, man. You just you lose all concept of time. And, and, and the time difference, it's a seven-hour time difference in, in Zambia. Yes. And it's just, man, your body just was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Am I hungry? Am I supposed to sleep? Am I supposed to be awake? It just it just really messes your system up. We weren't geared for that quick of travel, you know? Like we were we're geared for slower travel. <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. back in the the day of 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 horse-drawn carriages and that type of stuff. And you've got many days to to adapt to every single hour, you know, time zone change that type of thing. And so you don't have the jet lag. But then we got big time, and now you have the jet lag. And it's just such a weird effect on our body because we're not made that way. You know, our bodies aren't made to adjust so when like you, that. So when you got there, yes. do you have a day built in to get your mind straight before you have to go start meeting people? We got there, and it was it was in the morning. Yeah. And it's kind of like you're like, let's just tough it out. Let's tough it out, you know, it's knowing kinda... we'll go to bed early. You know, I think I went to bed about 8 p.m. that night. Yeah. But we were all just like, we're going to go, go, go. You got to stay busy. And we did. And we, we had to go to the store and get, get supplies. And then, and then we went to a restaurant to eat out. And, and we went to a couple other places, you know, kind of a lot of different places. Mm -hmm. Just kind of go, go, go. And then in the evening, it's like, okay. You know, at 6 o'clock that evening, I'm like, okay. Let's, you know, I'll fight it a little bit longer. But, man, by 8 o'clock. And then. And then you kind of get right because then I always wake up like I woke up at like 5 a.m., you know, which I normally never wake up that early. Mm -hmm. But my system is just geared. And and then and then it does. It takes me like three or four days to get right. And then in any time we switch, it's it's another three or four days. And it those trips are just they're hard. They're hard on the body. I am. I am. Yeah. Talking about uh, just talking to Nathan M. Shout out my boy. He said that the the Jays, Scott Jay, another shout out, they're gonna go on another trip to Australia. And I know I know he's been to Australia. Scott's been to Australia before. 
that is a forever flight. That sure. is a long, long trip. And I'm just like, man, I'd love to go to Australia, but I, the, right now, the thought of that trip, I always have to give it a lot of time in between. I don't know how these people that travel internationally all the time, I don't know how they do it. I just don't know how they live life because it is just hard on me every time. And, and mm-hmm. the recovery is longer and longer every time we get back. Uh, but anyway, I don't know if you've never done it, do it sometime, but do it when you're younger. Don't wait too long because it stinks. But anyway, and in Africa, so it's Zambia. We, the, the temperature was great. They only have two seasons. They don't have four like us. Okay. Hot they, and hotter. No, no, they have wet and dry, wet and dry. And it was the dry season and literally in the dry season, it will not rain for like six months. It just won't rain. Wow. I'm like, it won't rain or drop. She's like, no, doesn't rain or drop. But then six months, she's like, it will pretty much rain every day. Not, not, not all day long, but it'll pretty much rain all day. You know, you'll have showers. You know, here, like I think of Seattle, mm-hmm. probably very similar to Seattle's climate uh, most of the time. And but during the dry season, which we went in, holy cow, was like heaven, man. The the, the highs were in the mid seventies. Lows in the upper fifties. Wow! It felt just great, mm-hmm. and and it, it the the cost of living is very low there, very low. We went to this one really. We don't normally do this, okay? We normally don't eat at nice restaurants, okay? Because we just don't have time, and it's because there's a big group or whatever. This was a much smaller group, and 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 we had like some different important people uh, from the district with us that we were kind of entertaining or whatever. Right. So we went to this pretty nice place. It, it was nice, like a like a bone and fish type of place. You know, bone and fish is that right? I'm saying that right. Doesn't surf matter. And, surf and turf. No, or like Red Rock. Think yeah. of like Red Rock. Yeah, it's a very similar style. Red Rock, and you know, get the menu. It's all fancy, whatever. I had a filet mignon that was just spectacular, and two huge sides or whatever. And the American equivalent was ten dollars. Nice. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna move here. I'm gonna move here now. They love you. The people, the people are are friendly, but not not super friendly. And here's another thing about it about the cultural difference. Stealing, I would fit right in actually, because stealing isn't that big of a deal. It's kind of like, oh, it was out front of his house and nobody was guarding it, so clearly they don't care about it. Someone go ahead and take it. it that's literally the way they they so so everything's protected. Like there's everybody around their house has a tall wall. And they either have like shards of glass at the top of it, or most people now just have like three or four electric lines, like an electric fence around the top of it. And they're tall. They're like 10 to 12 feet tall with an electric wire all around it. Like everybody has that because people will just, you know, they'll come in your backyard and take something or whatever. Just like, oh, it's no big deal. I'll just take this from you. Or, or They, they kind of have that mentality. And, and that's, that's kind of crazy to me. Um, and, and, oh, this was kind of telling. So on the last day we didn't, I don't like going to the markets. I've got all the little trinkets that I could possibly ever want. You know, I got all the little wooden small hippos or at a rock or whatever. And and you get enough and you're like, check, I, I don't need any more of those. I'm good. And that's just all they, that's all they have. Okay. So we finally went to the market on the last day we we're there in Lusaka. And I go and I talk to this, uh, one of the shop vendors. And, and, 
you know, fr- my friend, my friend, let me show you something. My friend, my friend. Sounds like a Middle Eastern, but it's really, they have more of like a British accent. Because, you know, as British ruled. Absolutely. Once upon a time. It was like uh, Rhodesia or That's something. exactly right. Yeah. That's right. It was, it, so it in, in, in Zimbabwe. Yes. Were Rhodesia. Uh-huh. which was British ruled. Absolutely. And then they split off and that wasn't all that long ago. I mean, I say all that long ago. I think it was like 40, 50 years 50, ago, 60, something in, yeah. the, in that time yeah. frame. That's right. And then mm-hmm. they, they, they governed themselves and they kicked, but a lot of that British yeah, heritage is carryover. Yeah. You see a lot of it in their culture. It's kind of funny. It, they drive on the left side of the road. They're they're Yes. The cars, the driver's position is on the right side, you know, that type of thing. Um, so anyway, so my friend, my friend, you know, so I, I talked to him for a while and then finally I kind of cut through and he's like, and I feel like I'm kind of getting through to him finally. And he said, um, you know, I really, you know, you're American, right? He's like, yeah, I said, I'm, I'm American. He said, you know, I love Americans. They're all so friendly. They're all so friendly. And I'm like, well, not all Americans are friendly. I just want to, I just want to dispel that rumor right now, bro. I'm, I'm around a lot of Americans all the time and, and, and they're not all friendly, but I, I said, I think a lot of them are, and certainly the Americans that come there. Yes. That he encounters. Yes. I don't doubt that they're all friendly. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. So, and, and there are a lot of them and you can, you know, Americans, you can spot us pretty easily. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just the look of us, but then in the, the minute we start talking, it's, it's pretty apparent that we're, if we speak English with an American accent, which to us doesn't sound like an accent, but to everyone else, you know, obviously it's an accent. So I said, I, I don't know. And then I thought, you know, what percentage do I think of Americans? And we've, we've talked about this a little bit before. Mm-hmm. And so I brought in uh, Mike D was there and, and Debbie M was, was, was right there too. And I said, Hey, Hey, come, what percentage of Americans would you deem as nice? Okay. Just nice. Like, like thoughtful of, of their fellow human being, they might hold a door open or whatever, you know, that, that type of nice. I'm not talking about would go give, give a kidney or anything nice, but, but generally nice. And I think they both said, like 85, 90%. And oh, I'm gosh, like, I'm way I'd, lower than that. I'd, I'd go, I'd go 80 to 90. I'd like to say it's up to 90, but I, I, on the low side, I'll go 80. What, what would you say then? 50, 60. Really? You encounter that many people that you just think aren't nice? No, I mean, it's not necessarily people I'm encountering, but there's people in other places that I'm not encountering. But use your own too. judgment of the people yeah. that you encounter. I mean, that are nice. Now, maybe your definition of nice is different than mine. It might be. I think it there's a be. lot of people that just couldn't care less about most of the stuff. Or If you talk to them for more than 30 and seconds and, and you made a some, determination, then there's they're some nice bad or people, not. too. So we're right back where we where we yeah. where we stopped with you not refusing to answer my question. I answered before. the question. That's true. You did answer the question. I just you needed. I OK, disagree fine. With I you. think you're very low. I think okay. you're very low. we all agreed. Well, then y'all audience, all, what do you think? Y'all you, you all tell wrong. Me too? That's fine. That's y'all fine. can all be wrong together. Hang on. We took a trip together. Hang on. Similar personalities. Hang on. All wrong. Hang on. One more time. Hang on. So I said to him, what percentage of Zambians are nice? You clearly are a Zambian. You know better than I do of, of how many are nice. He's like, maybe 10 percent, maybe 50. You know, he's like, I'd like to think it's 50. But I do think he's right. And, and same thing, whereas they're just, it's not that they're, they're bad people. It's just they're not, they're not friendly. Mm-hmm. Friendly is the word I'm going to use. We are spoiled in America because we, most of us are friendly. 
You know, we'll smile and acknowledge someone or or hold the door open. No one ever, ever in, in, in my entire travel, no one ever. Now, I'm a guy, but no one ever held the door open for me. Here, people hold the door. I hold, I hold door opens for guys all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't care because I'm like, oh, you're right behind me. I'm not going to shut the door in your face. You know, and that happens to me, too. So I think we are. I'm I'm proud to be an American for the fact that we we are just friendly to our fellow human beings. And it's not. I thought about this, too. It's not just that we're friendly to other Americans or friendly to us, you know, whoever we could consider, because we're pretty friendly for the most part in traffic and and, and in traffic. You don't know who's in that other car. You know, it's a red truck, but you have no idea who that driver is. Right. But we will typically let people in that type of thing. You know, once again, Texas versus Oklahoma. (laughs) But I just I generally think that we are. A, a relatively high in, in the grand scheme of things in the world, pretty high on the friendly list. And that's important to me. And, and other, and you don't realize it. You don't realize it until you go to these under countries like Zambia, for example, or Doha, uh, another, another example, example where they just aren't, they aren't, it's just, it's just, it's such cultural difference. I'm not saying that they're worse. I'm saying they're just not as friendly because that's a cultural difference. See what I'm saying? All right. Any last thoughts? We're done already? I think we need to be. Yeah. Why? Why? I feel like we just started. I know. Really? We're an hour in. We're an hour. Is there nothing you want to add? Well, I mean, I'm I'm very occupied. This is I mean, this is our this is our first. Okay. Are we are not we? Shh. Shh. Okay. Well wrap wrap us up. All right, so be it. So be it. Anyway, I I had a good time. I had a good trip. We didn't even get to anything you did this summer. I feel bad now. I dominated the entire time. You didn't do anything meaningful this summer, did you? I put a lot of stuff on hold till you got back. <laughs> you worked. I worked. You worked this summer. Good for you. I'm glad somebody held the fort down. Appreciate that, Ken. Uh, long story short, I highly recommend. You know, I to me being in Zambia, I've never thought it was unsafe, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, like the trees. And the greenery, which is crazy because the ground is like super hard, it doesn't grow grass like we can here. Mm-hmm. But the trees and the shrubs and everything, it's very colorful. It's a beautiful country. And you catch it at the right time of year. And, and Victoria Falls is something to be seen. There's, there's no question. So, and, and you can do it on the cheap. Man, I'm telling you, you just, you just get an airline ticket to go over there. And that, it was probably close to a couple grand to get over there. But then maybe, maybe I spent a thousand dollars total for food, for lodging, for everything else. When we were there, I'm serious. It was just, it's everything so much cheaper over there. London, different story. Uh, but anyway, I recommend it. And and a lot of people do that. They'll just go. I mean, you see a lot of tourists, especially in Livingston. Livingston is a smaller, just tourist city and, and, and Lusaka, the capital. It's not, it's not for tourists. It is a big old honking, traffic all the time type city that's just not really fun to to be in so anyway so anyway i recommend it why not and hey if if you catch a work and witness trip go for it (laughs) terrible plug (laughs) all right hey we're back we're gonna do better than this we're setting the bar very low very low very low and we'll raise it we'll raise it little by little little by little Oh, wow. Okay. So hope you enjoyed it. 
And until next time, I don't know where to look. I'll get better at that. 